uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Unified communication systems are so important to businesses, providing the crucial communication paths both internally and externally. The efficiency of these systems is critical to organisations to ensure they are maximising their potential. However, it appears globally that this might not be the case. Versailles are UC management and monitoring experts and gather a huge amount of data from their customer systems. Versailles have examined the efficiency of the systems and have revealed some fascinating and quite shocking results. Results. Today I am joined by their Director of Business Development and Internet of Things Partnerships, Jay Byford. I started by asking Jay why they started to examine this data in the first place. Have a listen. We decided to make some additions to our company since we had so much data, UC data, and due to customer industry demand is to produce assessments. And these assessments are based upon system and applications within end-user environments. And that's, that's uh, an area that has uh, been given to customers to be able to find things like ROIs, savings, and has also found some pretty interesting facts for the industry as well. Uh, and you touched on it briefly there, but you guys are incredibly well-placed to, to do research like this because of the amount of, uh, of data that you collect. That's, that's right. That's exactly right. We are connected over uh, many, many, many systems. We actually collect over half a million of ISDN and SIP channels. Uh, we collect information from over 307 million calls, also 3 million vector events, and uh, 9 million system management database transactions. So since we collect all of this kind of data over many, many different systems, it gives us a really good position to be able to do analytics and algorithms against these. And normally you wouldn't be able to find this kind of information if you did it manually. So we automate this process by using these analytic points and across multiple different data points to come up with really interesting findings. And it's not just within a customer's environment, it's over a whole collection of customer environments. So since we've been doing a lot of service management for many years now, it's put us in a prime position to become to get this valuable information, which, you, as I said, you just can't get normally anywhere else. And all of the, as you said, the, the huge amount of data there, like you said, over 300 million calls, all, all of that data you're able to analyse. What were some of the most interesting findings that, that you guys have been able to unearth with this? So we found some surprises and uh, some things that we had and ideas is a common industry uh, issue. Some of the biggest ones that we found is that about 74% of businesses are using less than uh, half of their SIP or ISDN trunk capacities. And as you know, some of the biggest costs with a, within a UC environment are agents and trunking. And so when it comes to trunking, there's substantial costs, but it's very difficult to know exactly how much of those trunks you're using because you don't know what normally the maximum is during that period. So since we collect the data continuously, we know exactly the maximum number of channels, and then we came to the findings to find out that a majority of customers are overspending for the usage of their trunking. So it really gives an opportunity for people to go through and then either consolidate their PRIs or SIP trunks, clean up, and probably reduce their, their trunking costs by half. One of the other areas that we found out is that, and this is actually a surprising thing since it's one of the important uh, facets of UC communications, is failover or survivability. So we found out that four out of five customers has either inaccuracies or have uh, misconfigurations 
that would lead into a, a survivability issue. So there wasn't actually any failures in these particular areas of their system. And that's actually a real big concern. Well, some of the other ones which, are, which we found pretty interesting is that around about one out of three customers are having unplanned customer experience issues. And some of those examples are where calls would come into a system and they'll be directed to an area and the calls will be dropped. Or you'll go in some infinite loops on an Avaya vector system. Or you'll go to an announcement that was misconfigured. And again, this kind of data is very difficult to find manually by going into the system. You have to analyze all the data points over a period of time to be able to find where these manifestations are. Well, that was one of, that was one of the points I was, I was going to ask you about. So that, that over-provisioning, as, as you said, a trunking and the, the lack of failover that some customers have installed, it, obviously that, that's not intentional on their part, is it? Because as you said, it's costing them money and, it, and it's a risk to the business. Is that because, as you said, it's, it's just very difficult for a, for a business that's not one like yourselves who have an understanding and access to the huge amount of data and analytics? Is it just very difficult for, for them to be aware that this is going on? Yeah, so the, there's a couple of reasons for this, is that most UC platforms today, they don't really store a lot of these operational information. So they make it available, but they don't store it. So what we do is we actually store all that operational data, and then once we have all of that data, then we apply those analytics to be able to find those findings. So you have to have a system like this to be able to find that kind of data. The other, the other reason is that I find that end users or customers rely too heavily on their manufacturer or on their, with their vendor. So there's kind of a trust, but most of these cases, these vendors and manufacturers don't even have the data either. So it allows us to be able to give this important information in the hands of customers to help them manage their own vendor or carrier or manufacturer. Otherwise, it's very difficult to be able to prove, listen, I'm really having problems with these PRI trunks or I'm really having problems with the configurations of the system because the calls are being dropped out. So we fulfill these, these areas by providing this information through things like these uh, assessments to customers so they can go to their business partner or the manufacturer or the carrier with the right information so that they can have them fixed. Otherwise, people are being very blind. And as I mentioned earlier in the call, the main reason is just a lack of visibility. And these visibilities due to a lot of the complexities that environments have become these days. And I suppose that is one reason, isn't it? You see in communications environments have become dramatically more complicated. And just going back to, to, to some of the findings, you mentioned the unknown uh, customer experience issues. Customer experience, CX, is a real sort of buzz phrase within the industry, isn't it? But if, if businesses aren't aware of potential infrastructure issues that are, that are causing these customer journey problems, you know, it's very difficult to correct, isn't it? It is. And what makes it even more difficult is that in reality these days, um, you see a lot of components of UC is, has been commoditized. And on top of that, there's so many different brands and manufacturers and applications that in most cases, customers have a very dynamic collection of, of applications. We call it like the UC cocktail, right? They might have a bit of Cisco, a bit of Avaya, a bit of Skype for Business, some other applications. And so when you do that, while you have the flexibility of a feature set, you're also introducing a lot of risk when it comes to customer experience 
or being able to know what's happening within the system because it's difficult to be able to see it from a holistic point of view. We gather the data from many different data sources, and, they, and that's across all different manufacturers. So when we collect that data and we compare it together, that's when we find interesting things, like where calls are missed between going to different types of uh, carrier services or different types of systems, or when calls are delivered to maybe a call center or being recorded by something else, is that it's very difficult because most times, when you go to a business partner or a manufacturer or brand, they just look after their things. But in reality, customers have such a mixed bag of nuts. So that's where we become very strong because we see everything from a holistic point of view and we can actually see where these issues as they manifest. And most of the time, issues don't really become evident until there's proper traffic that is going through the system. So you can't just have a snapshot and expect to see it immediately where there's a problem. You have to watch the system for at least a month over every, every day, every, every second of, of, of that period to be able to find out where those problems come up. And, and that's a really good point, and that's something we come across all the time. You know, it's, it's very rare, and, and you guys will as well, that a customer is, it used to be maybe more traditional that a customer is a, a Cisco house or a Microsoft house or a Via house or a Mito house or whatever, or whatever that might be. So first of all, it's whether if they were a one vendor house, whether that vendor does manage to collect all the data points and collate them. But that is, it, it's almost non-existent now, isn't it, that customers don't have a, a mixture of different platforms. Yes, it's, it's, it's very much so. And I think that's where it becomes very important for things like consultants. As I said, as UC becomes commoditized, consultants need to be able to get involved where there's multiple different platforms, and then therefore becomes very important to be able to have this type of information. This type of information, these statistics, um, have been very difficult to get in the past because it was based upon very uh, closed environments. This is actually working with real raw data. And this information is pretty much like the bread and butter when it comes to analysts, as well as consultants, as well, and of course the end users that use the systems themselves. And so, from a side perspective, you, you you've done all this research, you you've collated all this data, you've analysed it. As you said, you, you found some really interesting findings and some things that even you guys who know this industry so well are slightly surprised by. What what was your first reaction to this? probably start off with that I'm actually very excited specifically on this component of what we're offering within our company because traditionally we've been a service management software and then it became very evident from demand from customers that they wanted to look at this information is that we are sitting on such valuable information that it's actually the data these days that are more important than probably other things. So the findings that we actually found out is it was quite exciting because we, we saw things that we knew that were going to be um, as expected, things like customers were uh, using the right amount of licensing, customers were doing the basic networking configurations. But when it comes to customer experience of what the customer actually experiences as it goes to the call center, that's the area that was really interesting where there's failures. And they, those failures were manifested in many, many different ways, dropped calls, wrong announcements, lost in loops, uh, quality of service in, in the voice. It's amazing the issues of customer experience. And res resulting from that, at Versailles, you, you've introduced a new service which you're going to make available to customers with your systems and applications assessment. That's right. So so this um, this is actually uh, built on from industry demand is, and that is where 
uh, we actually go into a customer's environment. We uh, set up an appliance that actually collects all the data that the UC environment produces. And that could be everything from voice quality to alarming to events, network trafficking, any kind of data that we can gather, this appliance will do over a month. Be kind of like an IoT company if you think about it. So we collect big data. And then once we have that big data, we have our own industry based as well as our own type of algorithms that does the analytics on this type of data. And then out of that, we come out with specific information that is typically categorized into ITIL principles. So ITIL is becoming one of the larger, more prominent uh, best practices that most UC environments use as standardization. So for examples, the collection of information that we deliver in these assessments is that from a configuration point of view, we all tell a customer saying, these are the issues with your configurations. And that could be anything from trunking to the actual the system, survivability, the vectors, or even just down to the, to the phones themselves. Once we identify the issues or areas of improvement, let us say, uh, in configuration, we then go into a step above, which is another ITIL principle, which is capacity. So then we do analytics on all the resources that the UC platform needs to use or consume to be able to do what it does. So such resources are things like licenses or trunks or DSPs, or it could be things like CLANs or maybe the CTI information from AESs if it's in a via platform. It could be analytics on usage of signaling with 4SIP or H323. So all the resources we do capacity and usage over a period of time that we present to the customer and say, this is the savings you can have when it comes to consolidating your trunks. Or this is the savings you can have by reducing your licenses. Or maybe you can do hardware consolidations. Or you need more resources of this type because you are experiencing bottlenecks in high volumes. And then stepping up a little bit further when it comes to availability, that's when we look at how, what is your uptime. So we can actually things that see things that lead to a downage before the downage actually happens. Those things typically customers don't see. So we can say, while it looks okay today, you're experiencing these issues throughout this period, so these need to be fixed before it really becomes a problem. The other different types of idle things we look at is the release management. We can look at the versionings of all the different phones down to the firmwares of the packs to the actual servers themselves and identify ones which are a significant risk to the customer. And then also we go into things like control or change management, where we can see all the accesses that business partners or manufacturers or even the customer themselves or systems that go into the main UC servers to make changes, what they did it from and what they did it to. So it's kind of like an audit when it comes to change. All of this information becomes available in about a 200 page document that we deliver to the customer, and out of that, we see a lot of uh, savings for the customer, a lot of ROI, a lot of risk uh, reduction. I was, I was just about to say that. From, from all the data sources that you were listing there and, and all the possible angles that you guys are exploring in terms of evaluating customer estates, the, the potential return on investment for them in terms of savings or, as you said, risk mitigation it is huge with a product like this, isn't it? Yes, um, there's, there's many, many different reasons or, or justifications why customers are driven to an assessment like this. A, a, a big part of that justification is, is return of investments. And the classic ones are obviously in areas of uh, savings in, in trunking or costs or consolidations or licenses and things of that nature. 
The other one is that a lot of times there's changes within companies. So all of a sudden there's a new personnel or, or managers that have taken on the management of this platform. A lot of the times they have no idea what they're working with. So it's, it gives a good opportunity to get a, a, a standing point or a benchmark of knowing exactly what assets the, the, the actual platform has, how it's been configured, how it's been used, um, how it can be optimized. The other one is when it comes to a big project. So whenever there's a consolidation, maybe everyone's turning their PRIs into SIP trunking, we can do those assessments to tell you exactly how to do that. Or it could be a consolidation or platform migration. Someone's deciding to go from platform X to platform Y. How do we make sure that all the configurations and all the programming, all the assets are replicated into this new environment? That's another area that we go into. The, the last big area is obviously reducing risk and improving customer service. That's the other area which is a huge concern. So a lot of people, where they find out there's issues, but they can't really pinpoint what it really is, we then walk in into the environment and we study over a period of time so we can say exactly where those issues are. And a lot of those times it's ones which are based upon applications where you're relying on so many different layers. That's where we become extremely valuable. And, and this is obviously a relatively new service from you guys, but have you been exploring this with any customers in particular? Have you got any use cases or case studies that, that, you've been able, that you'd be able to share with us? And so it's, it's, it's kind of funny, the, the origin of these assessments. As I said earlier, our delivery has been service management. So our tools have been really there so that customers have better tools to manage themselves or business partners have it embedded into their NOC. And then over a period of time, business partners and customers were just asking us for specific information and many assessments or health checks. And it kind of the, the analogy was saying, okay, well, I get a health check on, on ourselves, you know, on our kids, on our pets, on our car. It makes sense that we get a health check on our systems. So it became very obvious that these assessments uh, uh, should be a core part of our business, and that's why we fairly recently introduced it. I can't really share any names with customers that we've gone through. Uh, there's one was a very large uh, carrier that is in, this, in, in the United States, also a very large healthcare. We found in, in, in both of those cases that half of their systems were not survivable, even though they thought it was survivable. They also found out that considerable amount of calls were actually being dropped. Also another one is that voice quality in one of their emergency uh, call rooms were, were not off par, and, and lots of the different discoveries like that. And there'll be obviously lots of customers potentially and service providers and potential partners listening to this who, who, will be, who will be interested. So what's the best thing to do to find out more from a Versailles perspective? Best thing is to actually go to our website, www.versae.com. There you find uh, methods of actually contacting us. And it's all dependent on regional. We are international. Our systems that we actually gather data is everywhere from the UK, USA to Australia, New Zealand. So that's probably our first uh, good point. Uh, so that we can make sure that we uh, get to the right geographic region. Well, Jake, thank you so much for your time, and I really appreciate you, first of all, going through the research with me. It sounds fascinating, and then also taking me through the, the product. Oh, it's been a pleasure being here. Thank you very much, Patrick. 
Huge thanks to Jay for coming onto the podcast. I think you'll all agree that some of Versailles' findings are pretty shocking, and there's certainly a lot of potential for customers to improve the efficacy of their communication system. As Jay said, if you want more information, visit the Versailles website. If you go to uctoday.com, we have a special link directly to the specific page on the Versailles site, which will give you all the info on the research and also extra information on their system and application assessment. As always, though, thanks for listening.